the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American Tennessee from uh, from the uh, hillbillies up in uh, eastern Tennessee uh, to uh, the uh, the the country music stars in middle Tennessee to all of us good people out here in the western part of the state when somebody else in the country needs help we are among the first to respond and, and that's just who we are it's sort of in our DNA as um, as southerners and as Tennesseans and the good people of Texas know this uh, we've sent down uh, some of our best and brightest to go and, and fight and to help Texas secure its freedom from the Mexicans. And I have no doubt that the Tennesseans will be there once again, should the need arise. And ladies and gentlemen, that need could arise. We are on the verge of what could be another civil war in this country. And it's I know for a lot of people, it's sort of like, wow, there he goes again. That Todd starts. He's just, it's hyperbole USA over there. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's not going to be a North versus South war. As a matter of fact, over 15 states have now aligned with the state of Texas. And some of them are not southern states. We're looking at Ohio, looking at South Dakota. Well, the rest of them are southerners. I was looking at the map last night. And it looks like the band's getting back together again, right? Uh, you've got uh, Tennessee, you've got Georgia, Florida. I- I'm surprised that Mississippi and Alabama haven't jumped in just yet, but uh, maybe uh, during the course of this program, uh, all of our great listeners in Mississippi and Alabama should be calling their state houses and demanding the governors issue statements aligning with, with Texas. Now, here's the very latest information. And uh, by the way, Grace Baker just sending me a message, a tweet, if you will, uh, that Kay Ivey has, um, the governor of Alabama has already uh, sent out a message saying that she is supporting Texas. So, all right, Tate Reeves, what say you? Crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback, I, what say you, governor? So uh, pick up the phone and call the Mississippi governor's office and uh, say, governor, where do you stand? 
And ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you, where do you stand today? You may be living in a blue state, and your governor may not may not be on board with all of this, but where do you stand? Do you stand with Texas? Now, the question is, what happens next? Because right now, we are in a standoff. We are, and and it's not a matter of cooler heads prevailing. And I've heard some of the conservative talk radio hosts out there, they're saying, well, we just have to let cooler heads prevail. Well, there's no, there's no prevailing here. There's no cooler heads here. This is right versus wrong. This is black and white, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a, this is not a subject that is up for debate anymore. The Constitution clearly states that the federal government must intervene when a state has been invaded. Governor Greg Abbott has declared an invasion. He has declared that the federal government has violated its duties, its constitutional responsibilities, and he is therefore ordering the Texas National Guard to secure the border. I mean, it really is that simple. So now there is some speculation that Joe Biden will try and nationalize the Texas National Guard, federalize it. And if if President Biden does that, then I believe we will be on the verge of, of a full-blown conflict. And I say that because do you really believe that the Texas National Guard is going to allow itself to be federalized? Do you believe that would happen? Do you believe that the good people of Texas would allow the federal government to come in and take over the National Guard? Do you think that that Greg Abbott would allow that? Now, I want to say something here about Governor Abbott. My hat is off to this man. He has played this masterfully. He has been a very patient man over the course of the, the Biden administration for at least two years. The governor has been taking the steps necessary to get to where we are today. So the question is, will the federal government intervene? Will they try and stop Texas from defending its borders? And Texas is not just defending their borders. They're defending this nation. The the good people of Texas are defending our national sovereignty because under the Biden administration, Ladies and gentlemen, every state in this nation has become a border state. And we've been hearing from many of our listeners about the illegals that are showing up in towns and communities. There's a big story uh, circulating on uh, social media about the airport in uh, Boston, Logan International, where illegals are now being housed in the airport. Do you understand that American citizens, taxpayers, we have to take off our shoes, we have to take off our belts, we have to go through TSA security checkpoints, we have to show identification, but the illegals just can show up at the airport and pitch a tent. One set of rules for the illegals, another set for us. This is going far beyond the replacement theory that Tucker Carlson and others have been advancing. This is a full-blown attack on who we are as Americans. Now, I want to direct your attention. There was a study done back in 2018 by Yale University. Not exactly Liberty University. It's a a far leftist leftist university. And Yale University, in 2018, they determined that the number of illegal aliens that were living in the United States 
was actually much higher than originally estimated. At the time, they were saying about 10 million illegals were living in America. All right, this was back in 2018. Yale University concluded, based on their studies, that the number was actually north of 22 million illegals. This was the study from Yale. Now, look at where we are this year. We could be at least 50 million illegal aliens now living in America. That is an occupation. That is an army of people in this country, the vast majority of whom are very bad, very evil people who want to do us harm, who hate our country. They hate our way of life. And again, the Biden administration, if if not counting on this massive army for votes in federal, state, and municipal elections, at the very least, those numbers are massive enough to skew congressional districts in the U.S. Census to give Democrats an edge in these congressional elections. Do you understand how all of these puzzle pieces are fitting together now? So my question is, what does Texas do? Do they stand their ground? Do they hold the line? But, Todd, what happens if there's what – what happens if there's um, – Civil war. Well, if there's civil war, there's civil war. But without our without our border being sovereign, without a secure and sovereign, without a without a secure border, we have no sovereign nation. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's a bad situation the Democrats have put us in. But we have to respond. We have to hold the line. So what is your message to the good people of Texas? I'm curious to hear from uh, you about your governors, because there are plenty of other Republican governors out there who have yet to weigh in. And this is a moment where we have to stand together and we have to send a very clear message to Congress, to the president, to the nation, that if push comes to shove, We will do what is necessary to secure that border. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We're going to be taking your calls on this. By the way, we have a list of the governors up on our website who have already um, signed on, and uh, those governors we salute. And uh, one of them, Christy Nome, by the way, uh, hats off to Speaker Mike Johnson, in the House of Representatives, uh, he's out there, and he is defending the state of Texas as well. And, of course, uh, right here in Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee uh, sending out a message today that Tennessee will always stand with the um, with the good people of Texas. All right, uh, got to take a break here again. Our number, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. 
The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304 and start investing today. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. And uh, by the way, our live show is uh, now being broadcast on YouTube, and we're excited about that. I got a message from YouTube. We're already over a million viewers, and uh, we are, we're excited about that. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, by the way, during the commercial break on YouTube, I actually uh, dabble with the live show chat. So that's your opportunity. Um, if you don't want to call in, you can join us on the chat over on YouTube and just uh, look for my mugshot. So, and uh, there you go. All right, uh, let's get to the phones. Uh, let's go to Germantown, Tennessee, KWAM, our flagship radio station, the official historian of the Todd Stearns Radio Show, our good buddy Murph. Hi, Murph. What's going on? Hey, Dr. Stearns. Thanks for taking this call. I'm far, far away from historian, but it seems like this Texas situation and not being privy to the Supreme Court rulings word for word, this falls into the Tenth Amendment. Uh, I'm sure there's some naturalization and immigration federal regulations, but that's Texas territory. Second thing, this is very similar to Andrew Jackson back in, I believe, in the early 1830s when John Jay and the Supreme Court ruled I think, if memory serves, it had to do with the National Bank. And President Jackson said, literally, to paraphrase, which is a contradiction, (laughs) uh, Jay made the ruling, now let him try to enforce it. And I was, in case you're, I don't know, this is kind of on the sideline of this, in case you're not aware, January 21st, 2024, was the 100th anniversary of the death of Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. And one of that monster's favorite philosophy, philosophic quotes was, morality is completely subordinate to class struggle. And if you can recall your teachings and learnings of a certain political philosophy in this country that has morphed into a class struggle, Lenin's phrase is fitting into this puzzle almost verbatim. Murph, I mean, yeah. you've taught you've taught history um, in, in, the, in high school for for many years. Uh, you're a student of history, and when when you see what's happening, you you we talk about putting the puzzle pieces together on this show. You know, big picture. We're not dealing with leftists and progressives. We're dealing with communists, and we we are looking at a, a takeover of the country literally from within. And this occupation, I mean, the, the Yale study uh, back in 2018, 22 million illegals, probably double that by now. How do you fight back against something like that? Well, you know, as long as the 
American voter and the American citizen remains ignorant and doesn't follow up on educating himself or herself, it's going to continue because a certain political philosophy in this country, which is currently occupying the chief executive and the United States Senate, thrives on that sort of ignorance. How do you and see this playing? You, how do you see this playing out, Murph, on on the border? Uh, there are now calls from some Democrats to for Biden to come in and federalize the Texas National Guard. Do, do you see that happening? I don't. You know, that's 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 a difficult call because there's really we're somewhere close to a national emergency, but at the same time we're not. So the president, to call in the National Guard and federalize this, there must be something fairly close to a declaration of war. And that has not happened. Uh, I just hope Governor, I think say the majority of the country, hopes Governor Abbott stands his ground and keeps doing that. And I don't know why, how you could, what excuse you could have to federalize the National Guard of the state of Texas, when there is no, what do you want to say, uh, war-making, war threat or threat of insurrection or threat of revolution or protection of national sovereignty. This is a Tenth Amendment situation. And again, the the Tenth Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this makes very clear any powers that are not specifically given to the federal government um, are reserved to those respective states or to the people at large. Exactly. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to see what's going on in the state of Texas. And, uh, you know, move those, move the immigrants to uh, Amy Claire Barrett's house or Judge Roberts' house. Let them camp out on their front yard for a while. Well, I'm afraid, I'm afraid some of her Rhodes College education is starting to influence her decision-making skills uh, up at the uh, Supreme Court. Murph, we've got to skedaddle, uh, sir, because we are super late for a break. Uh, but I do appreciate I want you to give us a call back, Murph, uh, because you're a wealth of knowledge here. And, uh, again, we are dealing with uh, some unprecedented moments in American history. Murph, appreciate that call. Uh, we've got Linda coming up. Also, um, uh, the phone lines are open. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Paul Shanklin says uh, we, we might want to suggest names for what's happening down there. Shanklin says mine is slow the flow. <laughs> I love. May, we need to stop the flow, but... Give us a call, ladies and gentlemen. Do you stand with Texas? How far should Greg Abbott go here? 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Hang tight, everybody. This is The Todd Stern Show.
MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506, promo code Starns. the commercial break i'm engrossed in something i don't know what i was doing lydia comes in dylan and she's stealth and i turn around and it somewhat startled me the people watching us on the youtube saw saw me jump my vertical is about a foot i was i was uh i was up out of the chair i thought she saw a spider it was terrible she's sneaky very stealth she's stealth lydia stealth all I can tell you is um, I do need to change my name to LeBron Starnes. This white guy can jump. I'm just saying. Put him in, coach. That's it. Put me in, coach. All right. By the way, in college, I did try out for basketball. Our basketball team had not won for a couple of years, like a single game. And so the coach uh, was desperate. He smoked a cigar. on the. This was back in the uh, early 90s. And uh, I figured, what the heck? I was in good shape, so I went out for the team. The coach actually stopped the stopped the tryout. I had just gone down the court once, and he called me over, and he said that he I was the worst basketball player he had ever seen. Oh no! And he said it was he, but he said I I can't help but laugh. He says I haven't laughed so hard. So he says, how do you feel about being the mascot? <laughs> so I got to be Irby. You could be the announcer for the team, Todd. There you go. <laughs> There you go. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, let's go to uh, beautiful Ocala, Florida. Linda is hanging out with us on our great affiliate there, 96.3 FM. Hi, Linda. What's on your mind today? I am so happy I live in Marion County and not in Texas. I feel so bad for those people. And I'm proud that our governor stands with Texas. Yes, ma'am, he does. Uh, Governor DeSantis putting out a statement yesterday, a video statement, uh, and he is rock solid behind Governor Greg Abbott, and uh, I was glad to see that happen. Yes, I have compassion for the people that are trying to come to America, but they need to do it legally. You know, Linda, years ago, I, I took a call back when I was at Fox from a lady. She was probably in her 50s. And she was living with her elderly mother. They owned a ranch right along the uh, the border in Arizona. And she told me that she had to go to bed with a shotgun because in the morning she would wake up and she said it was not unusual to find, you know, four or five illegals sleeping in her garage. Uh, people that had crossed. That's just unacceptable for people to have to live like that in America. No, that's, that's torture. 
It is. Yeah, it's torture. Linda, um, what is your, what is, you know, if you had a chance to talk to the governor of Texas, what, what would you tell the governor? Governor Abbott, I stand with you and I pray for you and your citizens every day. I pray for for all of the citizens in the United States and other countries. Good for you. You're, you sound like a great lady. And, and Linda, we're excited. We've been get, getting calls from Ocala, the radio station there, and we're glad that you guys are hanging out with us uh, Monday through Friday. It's on all day. Wonderful. Linda, Here's a, do you have a copy of my last book, Our Daily Biscuit Devotions with a Drawl? No, I don't. Well, Linda, we're going to take care of that. We're going to fix that. So I, I'm, we're going to put you on hold, Linda. If that's okay, can I send you a copy of the book? Oh, I would, I would love it. Wonderful. All right, we're going to put you on hold, and Lydia's going to get your information, and I'm going to send you a copy of my uh, latest book, Our Daily Biscuit Devotions with a Draw. You're going to love it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, folks, by the way, the new book comes out in March. Uh, we are excited about this. Uh, already, the interviews are lining up. We're going to be launching the book on Governor Huckabee's show. We're going to be doing a big party, and you're going to have a chance to win some tickets to this party here in the Memphis area. And uh, we're, we're excited about it. It's called Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? And honestly, with what's happening at the border right now, this is a for for such a time as this book. So you can pre-order a copy now if you would like, and we would encourage that. Just go to Amazon or wherever you get your books. All right, let's get right back to the phones here. Uh, Let's talk to Stephen in Maine, listening to us on WLOB. That's Ray Richardson country. Hi, Stephen. What's on your mind? I just wanted to let you know that uh, it's been a while that I've talked with you, but you are still the class act of daytime radio. There isn't anybody close to you, Todd. Nobody's close. Well, thank you for thank that, God. Stephen. Thank God we have you. That's that's for sure. Well, we try to have a good time on this program, Stephen, and there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, and you've got to be able to step back and find some humor in it all, uh, even if it's gallows humor. Well, I I totally I totally agree, and I think you'll find out that it, the, the the viewership that you have, they are totally behind you. They're not going to get too many calls that, uh, from people that don't want to support Texas. Well, I I, I hope this, you're this, right. This should, have, this, should, this should have been done a long time ago, Todd. Yes, it sir. Really should have. Stephen, but either I, way, I just want I I consider it a privilege just to get to talk to you, but but. Uh, you are the class of active daytime radio. There's there's nobody close to you. Well, Stephen, thank you for that, and and I I really appreciate that. We've we do it because we have a great team here, and we love hanging out with you, good folks. And we're all in this together. And uh, Stephen, you give us a holler back. Don't wait so long, Stephen. That's the problem I got with you. You you've waited so long. Well. Sometimes it's hard to get a hold of you, Todd. I know. I know. Well, Stephen. All right, you got through. I want you to give us a call back one of these days, and you got to tell Ray Richardson I said hello. Can you do that for me? I can do that for you. All right. Well, raise raise good people, and uh, Stephen, you are too. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We love our friends up in Maine. And by the way, before before people ask, because I know how you folks are. Yes, we are coming to Maine, and we are we are. But I'm I'm telling you, we're going to have to get some good 
good restaurant suggestions because I have a, I've got to have one of the great lobsters that you guys have up there. All right, uh, let's go to Lonnie in Maine. W-L-O-B wants to weigh in on the border situation. Hi, Lonnie. What you got for us? Hey, good afternoon, Todd. Yeah, I just calling from up here in Maine, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, I stand behind Governor Abbott, even though I'm in a blue state. And uh, I just pretty much I listen to your show almost every day, and uh, really makes me think. And uh, <laughs> boy, we're headed down the wrong road. We got to get rid of this administration. That's <laughs> the America I grew up. I'm 50 years old. The American I America I grew up in almost seems like it doesn't exist anymore. And I fear for my kids and my grandchildren. <laughs> it's, you know, Lonnie, I, I think we're heading in the right direction, to be honest with you. I, I think there is, you know, this country has been long overdue for a, a course correction. And it may very well be that Texas leads the way. And if we can if we can stand up here, and, and this is going to be the hard part, because Governor Abbott is is going to be faced, and, and I would encourage you, uh, folks, if you are a if you're a person of faith, I would put Governor Abbott on your prayer list, because Lonnie, he's going to have to make some very difficult decisions that will go down in the history books, but they are the decisions that have to be made. I, I couldn't agree with you more, Todd. I'll definitely add him to my prayer list, and uh, looking forward to when you come to Maine. And I would put in a little uh, ride the Millows on the water. Commercial Street Wall. Tell me the name one more time, Lonnie. Uh, Demillo's Restaurant, Floating Restaurant. Demillo's. All right, I'm I'm putting that down. I may have to stay there two days just to get a couple of more restaurants in the mix. So, uh, Lonnie, appreciate that, and uh, we'll be telling you more about the the book signing in Portland coming up. Uh, and thank you for listening, Lonnie. Uh, let's go to David in Georgia, WDUN. Hi, David. What's on your mind today? Well, I'm enjoying your show. I. Uh some, uh, this is, I have to explain, this is a humor in case there's a liberal listening and they get excited by the statement I'm making. But, uh, uh, Governor Abbott, uh, because of my combat skills and, uh, sniper ability, uh, said, would I come to Texas and shoot, uh, uh, Biden's army for a thousand dollars a head? And I, I had to turn him down. I told him I could only afford to pay $200 a head. <laughs> okay i th- there you go dave That's, anyway uh, no i can see where the liberals would get a little triggered by that so yeah probably i don't get excited but uh as a my own recommendation uh having military experience is governor abbott needs to go ahead and invite all these uh, willing states to come on to texas bring their own place to sleep and stack it in there right now and, uh, I'm with you, David. I, th- this is and this is the moment. You've got all these states out there saying we've got your back. The governor needs to make the calls. Start bringing in the state guards from all these other states, and we need to. We basically need to have a standing army down there to repel the invaders. I mean, it really is that simple. Well, he he the governor is allowed to fill up the military bases with his own aircraft uh, forces right now too. So with the, the uh, according to the Constitution, it's uh, if he declares that first, uh, he's got it. David, appreciate so, that. Uh, yeah, appreciate that call. We've got a skedaddle here for a break, um, but I I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, we we are a peaceful people. 
We don't want violence. We don't want bad things to happen. We don't want we don't want shots to be fired. We want a secure border. That's all we're asking for, and we should demand that. Without secure borders, we do not have a nation, ladies and gentlemen. It's that simple. So Joe Biden is either going to do his duty, he will either honor his oath of office, or the state of Texas will take matters into their own hands. Now, my question is, uh, for all you folks listening to us, and for example, Lafayette, Louisiana, radio station KROF, our great affiliate down there, where's your, where's your governor? Where's the governor of Louisiana, a Republican? Why hasn't, why hasn't he signed on board to this? You know, one of the challenges, and honestly, I'm glad to see all these other governors, you know, finally getting, you know, getting the courage to post a statement, but they should have done that yesterday. As soon as Greg Abbott issued the declaration of invasion, every Republican governor in America should have been sending out messages saying, we not only stand in solidarity, but we stand ready to send our troops, our state guards to Texas to help stop the invasion. Because if we don't stop it in Texas, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to be coming to your neighborhoods. And we're talking about some very, very bad people, very nefarious people. All right, hang tight. We've got to take a break. Lines open, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is Mitch McConnell. And I'd just like to say that I had no knowledge of the attempt to bribe Carrie Lake. I'd like to say that. I wish I could say that. Uh, anyway, here's your host, Todd Starnes. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Senator Turtle. Appreciate that. <laughs> this Carrie Lake story is insane. And uh, by the way, there's some reporting out there that the people back east that the um, the former GOP chair in Arizona was talking about was the national uh, Republican senatorial campaign. So if that happens, this is a huge scandal that's uh, blowing up. Uh, Anyway, welcome back to the show. Our telephone number, 901-260-5926. Let's uh, go to the uh, phone lines. Robert, uh, listening to us on WSIC in North Carolina. Hi, Robert. What's on your mind today? Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, I wanted to weigh in on the topic that you've been talking about. I wanted to uh, remind you of an incident that took place, oh, the better part of 10 years ago now in southern Nevada. A gentleman by the name of Cliven Bundy, you may remember, stood down the federal government over uh, BLM grazing, over issue with his uh, grazing rights with the BLM. 
Do you remember that incident? I do remember that incident. What? what yeah, let's get to the point here, Robert. We're running out of time. Well, the point that I'm, t- point that I'm trying to make is that you're asking if the Texas government should stand down the federal government. I agree that he should, because I think that the federal government in this case is just being a big bully. And if all, all, as everyone knows, that all you have to do to stand up to a bully, all you have to do is stand up to the bully. Yeah, I look. I I just agree like, with you there. Like Clive and, just like Clive and Bundy did. No, I, I mean those. Go ahead, finish your thought. Well, just well, I was just trying to say that you know, I mean, I was there at the time, and uh, there was armed militia, toe to toe with federal agents. I mean, they were toe to toe with one another, armed and ready to go, and the federal government backed down. And I think that this is what the Texas governor has to do, is just go toe-to-toe with the federal government. Well, this is a lot bigger than than what happened in Nevada, which was a a horrible situation, no doubt about it. But this is a lot bigger than that. We're talking about the sovereignty of the United States of America. Robert, appreciate the call. We're talking about the sovereignty of the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen. This is no longer some sort of a laughing matter. This is a serious issue. We're either going to have a country or we're not. I mean, it really is that simple. Let's go to Frank in Georgia, WDUN. Hi, Frank. What say you? Hey, Todd. Enjoying your show. Uh, hey, I understand you're coming to Gainesville on your book tour. You going to be at Long Street? Where are you going to be? I just left Long Street. Well, did you? Well, you had a good meal then, Frank. I'm surprised you're still awake. You should be napping right now. Um, well, I, I I wanted to listen to your show, and then I'm going to bed. Good for you, so. Frank. Good for you. Look, yeah, we uh, we have not worked out all the details yet, but I can tell you, I will be eating lunch there regardless. Well, you can join our group of men. We meet uh, every week. Uh, we call ourselves the STW Group. That stands for save. So uh, we have a good time. I love it. Anyway. Tell me what it's. Well, well, Frank, you kind of you kind of uh, faded out there. What is the what does it stand for? STW, save the world. I love that. I love that. All right. Well, you'll you'll need to save me a spot at that table. I uh, will do that. Hey, listen. I was just thinking. You know the war of northern aggression that took place in the eighteen hundreds. Yes, sir, I do. I'm familiar. A lot like that. The causes of that war are different from this uh, problem, but the underlying principle is the same. It's states' rights. Uh, The causes were slavery, and this is immigration, but the underlying principle is states' rights. So uh, I thought that parallel was kind of interesting. Frank, I, Frank, you're spot-on accurate. I mean, this is a states' rights issue, and the states have a right to protect their borders from invaders. I mean, it really is that simple. Frank, we've got a skedaddle, but thank you for calling in and to look forward to, to joining you for with for lunch over at uh, Long Street. By the way, that is a great restaurant in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, they, I hope they're advertising on WDUN. If not, they should be. Uh, let's go to uh, Jim in Lakeland, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM. Jim, you got about 45 seconds. Okay, I support Governor Abbott to protect his people the best way he can, but it's too bad he can't build a wildlife refuge across that borderline and fill it with alligators and lions and tigers and rattlesnakes. What? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are, are the uh, alligators indigenous to the Rio Grande? Is that? <laughs> well, they can survive in it, and if you flooded that river with them, I guarantee you'd be slowing some of them down. Yeah, I'm sure it would. I. <laughs> 
Um, I'm thinking of several very inappropriate jokes that could get me kicked off the radio, Jim, but I... Yeah, don't do that. No, we need you too bad. I'll do my best. All right, Jim, appreciate the... <laughs> appreciate the suggestion. Jim from Lakeland, Tennessee, let's build a, um, a wildlife uh, refuge on the border, filling it with uh, carnivores. I uh, Well, there you go. All right, hang tight. Hour two coming up. We have some great guests along the way. Plus your calls as well. If you're on hold, don't go anywhere. We're going to get to your calls. 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of The Big Show. Good to have you with us today. We are broadcasting from the free state of Tennessee, our flagship station, KWAM. And, uh, man, we've got a lot going on this hour. Our good buddy, Dr. Peter McCullough, is going to drop by from the Wellness Company. Uh, He's got an update on this Disease X that uh, the globalists are about to um, about to unleash on We the People. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking to Dr. McCullough about that and how to protect our families and ourselves from whatever disease X may be. Also, Congressman Barry Moore from Alabama is uh, going to be here weighing in on the border crisis and what House Republicans are, are going to be doing about that. Also, I just want to say a very big hello to all of our great listeners in Ocala, Florida, listening to us on WOCA, that's 96.3 FM and 1370 AM, and uh, that's all of uh, Marion County and North Central Florida. So um, for today, WOCA uh, listeners, uh, if you call in and you get on the program, if you pass Miss Lydia's test, her quiz, to get on air, then we're going to hook you up with a Todd Stern Show prize package today. So as we salute, and we're, we, we like to salute and honor our great affiliates every now and again. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, um, interesting in the world of journalism, there has uh, there's been some sort of an earthquake in the uh, world of journalism. The Los Angeles Times announcing this week they are going to lay off about 20% of their staff. Also, we are getting a word now that Business Insider is laying off a lot of its staff. BuzzFeed getting ready to lay off its staff. And, of course, Sports Illustrated has uh, completely gone uh, belly up. This is insane what's going on. So I'm telling you there is a shift right now in journalism and how people consume their news, how people – um, get their news. And a lot of folks are waking up, and I credit talk radio for this. A lot of people now realize that it's a bunch of hooey, that when you read the Los Angeles Times, you're getting a leftist view of what's going on. 
when you uh, watch CNN or even some of the other conservative networks. That's one of the reasons why Newsmax has grown by substantial numbers over the past two years. Because they report, you decide. That's how it's supposed to work. You know, it's interesting. The one thing we have not had to do, and you know, the advertising industry, it's got good days, bad days, good months, bad months. Uh, But we've got a terrific team here. Some of the best money people in the business working for my company. We've never had to lay anybody off, ever. We've never had to do that. We, we take care of our staff. We take care of our workers. We expect everybody to work their butts off. We expect excellence in everything we do. And the reason why is because you, you expect it and you deserve it. You deserve the very best we can give you every single day. Whether you're listening to this radio show or you're reading our website, you've got our newsletter, you're listening to our podcast, it's important that you guys get the very best, and, and our team works incredibly hard at that. We have the best people in the business working for this radio program and for my company, and we're honored. But the reason why people keep coming back is we're honest about it. People know that we're conservative. We come, we come at things with a Christian conservative worldview, but we're never going to deceive you. We're going to be very open and honest. We're going to provide you both sides of the story and let you decide. That's what we do here. And we're going to keep doing it. And I believe that our numbers are going to continue to grow. We have about 2 million people a month that come to our website, toddsterns.com. We'd love to make that 3 million. So anyway, uh, just some observations there from the uh, the broadcast industry about where things are are going. All right, um, uh, let's get back to what's happening at the border. This is the most important story of the day and the most important story of our lifetime. Uh, I want to play some audio from Senator Ted Cruz, the great Republican senator from Texas, on just how bad things are. Cut 14. The son of a Cuban immigrant, damn it. I believe in legal immigration. But there's a right way to do it. You wait in line. And the dishonest reporting that says anyone who is concerned about what's happening, about murderers and rapists coming into this country, about gang members coming into this country, about Hamas and Hezbollah terrorists coming into this country, about little children being forcibly raped. I invite every one of you, come to the border and look in the eyes of a child that's been raped, because I've done that repeatedly. I've brought my colleagues down there. And for reporters to dishonestly say, well, you're just afraid white people are going to be replaced by you Hispanics. Well, as a son of a Cuban immigrant, no, I'm not afraid of that. But I'm tired of our government allowing children to be brutalized. And he's not, he's not wrong. It's a horrible situation what's happening, and not just at the border, but look at what happened in New Hampshire. And we were talking to a Chris Ryan yesterday from New Hampshire Today and says that they've been decimated by the fentanyl crisis. That's all coming across the border. That's how bad it is. Just a few moments ago, we heard from uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. Let's take a listen. Biden is going after Texas, saying that they must remove fortifications from their border. They put wire, they put things to keep people out. Uh, Biden saying you got to take that down. 
to let people come in illegally, which is just crazy. And I remarked that if the Constitution was originally understood to mean that a state could not protect itself against an invasion, that the federal government could force a state to allow an invasion, the Constitution would have never been ratified in the first place. Texas would have never joined the Union when it did. Uh, and if you look at Federalist 46, which uh, uh, Daniel Horowitz pointed out, uh, James Madison talks about uh, situations where federal encroachment can be mitigated uh, by by state action. So you have Texas here uh, that's holding its ground. They have every right to fortify the border vis-a-vis -vis an invasion, and that's Article One, Section Ten of the Constitution. Uh, so so they're in the right. You also have a situation where liberal jurisdictions over many, many years have been sanctuary jurisdictions against enforcing federal immigration law. So you'll have somebody who's a criminal alien, they will not be given uh, over to ICE, and they will deliberately act to frustrate the laws on the books, and somehow that's viewed as okay. You have Texas who's acting to enforce the laws on the books, to ensure that they have a secure state and that we have a secure country. Uh, so, so all of this is just nonsense what Biden's doing. Uh, Texas has every right to stand its ground. We've in Florida, we've been sending people to help uh, for, for many years now because we understand it's not just a Texas issue, it's ultimately an American issue. And if we don't have sovereignty in this country, uh, then we're not gonna be a country anymore. So, so they have every right to hold their ground, uh, to stay, stay the course and Florida will continue to be there uh, helping out every step of the way. All right, good for you, Governor DeSantis, and we appreciate you standing up for the United States Constitution. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's go to Texas. Vicki is listening to us on our free KWAM app today. Uh, Vicki, I'm curious uh, to hear your thoughts on, on how your governor has been leading the state so far. Thank you, doing a terrific job. Um, and my thought was that Texas, I think from uh, my remembrance, is Texas is the only state in the Union that has the right to secede from the Union because we were an independent nation at one time. You guys back in the day were a, a republic, the Republic of Texas. Now, right. there, so the Texas Tribune, which is a far leftist uh, publication there, uh, says that you guys are not allowed to secede uh, from the Union, um, and uh, they're calling that an old myth. But I believe that any state in the nation can secede uh, if, the, if the federal government is not living up to its obligations under the Constitution. I believe that that gives a state the right to pull out. Well, that's, that's my thought. So, um, Vicky, I mean, I'm curious. What part of Vicky? What part of Texas are do you live in? I live in McKinney. All right, in McKinney, Please. Texas. I'm curious. What are people around around town saying? If you have a chance to talk to folks, I mean, are people concerned about the border? What's happening at the border? I really haven't spoken to anybody about it. Well, Vicky, we appreciate you calling in, and and I do believe that Texas does have a right to pull out of the union. If if our government, and thank you for the call, if our government is not going to do what it's supposed to do, you get the, we, you, you get the heave ho. All right, uh, let's go to Ocala, Florida. Jim, listening to us on our great affiliate there. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. How are you, sir? 
Uh, Jim, I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Good. All right. Yeah, you know, I just heard you on the line. I've been trying to search for a good conservative talk radio here. We're, uh, we just moved to Ocala, and I'm glad we found you. Well, we are excited. We love the. It's a great station and uh, a great people, and uh, we love hanging out noon to three Eastern, Jim. And um, I'm curious to get your take on what's happening right now in, in Texas on the border. I love it. I, I, I fear that it was. Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping it's just not for political point. You know, because uh, it's been this has been going on for three years. I, know? I you know, and uh, I mean. G- Jim, I was yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jim. I I was concerned about the same thing, but when you, I I was looking at the timeline last night doing some show prep, and it looks to me like Greg Abbott has been very methodical, and this is not some sort of an off the cuff. You know, we're going to do this today. It looks like this whole thing has been very well thought out, and he's basically been giving the federal government a long, long leash here. And now the governor is at the point where he has no choice but to declare an invasion. I think this was a brilliant strategy on his part. But you're right. If this turns out to be a stunt, it's over for the Republicans. It's over for Greg Abbott. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it is. You're right. I mean, uh, you know, as it pans out, it appears that it was thought out and it was, uh, you know, he brought it to the brink to now where. The, the the Biden administration is going to have they're, they're going to do full exposure now and they don't it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be really interesting. All right, Jim, great thoughts, great call. I want you to give us a holler back, but don't go anywhere uh, because we want to send you a free copy of my book. We're going to send Jim a copy of um, Culture Jihad: How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation, my last political book. And, uh, Jim, welcome to the program, and uh, we're excited to have so many good people in Ocala, Florida, listening to us today. All right, um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, going right to the phones, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. So our good buddy Mike Lindell and all of his staffers over at MyPillow, they want to, well, Mike sent me a note and he said he wants to thank all of you folks for for your continued support. Uh, you know, they've been under the gun, even Fox News coming after them, and it's really unfortunate, but they want to say thank you. And uh, they're doing something very cool for all of our great listeners. Uh, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now. Best prices you're ever going to see. But you have to use my promo code STARNS. And the best part about it, you get free shipping on your entire order. You know you know how this goes. You you get a great price on something, and then the, the shipping is like three times as much as the, uh, the product is. Uh, but Mike is giving us free shipping on our entire order. You're going to get 50% off MyPillow 2.0, and the brand-new flannel sheets uh, have just arrived. They're not going to last very long. You're going to also be able to get a six-pack towel set for only $29.98, and again, free shipping on even the larger items like the mattresses and the mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale right now for as low as $99.99. You can go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. 
Use my promo code STARNS, and you're going to get all the discounts and free shipping. Now, you can also give them a call right down the telephone number, 800-839-8506. That's 1-800-839-8506. And we're going to be able to get you some great MyPillow products. i got to get those flannel sheets. Those sound pretty comfy. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Donald in South Carolina listening to us on WDUN. Uh, Hi, Donald. What's on your mind? Hi. Do you remember back about 20 years ago, Sheriff Joe O'Pile? Oh, I remember from Maricopa County. Yeah, Sheriff Joe. Good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember what he did? He had the folks, the immigrants, put in tents. And he had a tent encampment down there until the federal government broke it up. But he would not let them come through Texas, and they were all housed in tents. Recall? Go ahead, Donald. Get to your point. Well, I was just going back in time. Many people are not aware of Okay, right, right. Okay, Donald, appreciate the call. Uh, Folks, got to get to the point. As soon as you you hop on, we've had a lot of people wanting to weigh in, and we want to make sure we get to everybody's calls. Uh, Let's go to Cordova, Tennessee, the original bill, the OG, uh, KWAM, hanging out with us today. Hi, Bill, what's on your mind? Hey, Todd. Good afternoon, and uh, I guess it's afternoon now, and thanks for having me on. Uh, two quick things. Uh, personal thanks to Mike Lindell. He donated pillows for my foundation auction last year, uh, hoping he'll do that again if I if uh, we need that. But uh, also with Texas, I applaud uh, Governor Abbott. He's doing absolutely the right thing, and I think you're right. I think this was strategized. I think he planned it out methodically. He knows what he's doing. I don't think it's deployed by the Republicans, and uh, you know I, I don't think anybody's going to get in trouble over this, you know, as far as political politics go. But I do think he's doing exactly what he needs to do. And Joe Biden is, you know, they said his foreign policy has never been right. And I heard Secretary Lincoln say the other day that he supported, um, you know, talking about the border and everything. He was in support of all these people coming across the border or something to that effect. And I'm thinking, well, then it's got to be wrong because he's never been right. Well, there you well, there you go, Bill. Hey, Bill, we got to run uh, for our break, but I appreciate the call, and thanks for the kind words about Mike Lindell. Again, MyPillow.com slash Starns, everybody, if you want to uh, get yourself some great discounts. And again, flannel sheets, that's awesome. All right, uh, we've got coming up our good friend Congressman Barry Moore. Steve in Candom, Tennessee, wants to weigh in. He's watching us on YouTube, and you can do that as well. We broadcast live on YouTube and Rumble, also Facebook Live. So lots of ways for you to either watch us or you can listen to us on the radio. That's my favorite. You know, I'm a big AM radio nerd, too. All right, uh, got to run. 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. The Racist Report with former President Barack Obama. My fellow Americans, today the following things are now officially racist. 
sweet tea, golf tees, nine Supreme Court justices, and accidental shootings by police while arresting a violent felon. Thank you. Be sure you're not ever offensive in word, thought, or deed. Stay on top of what is racist with the Racist Report. All right. Thank you very much, President Obama. Always appreciate your uh, insight into that. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. Uh, By the way, some breaking news coming out of Washington. Peter Navarro, who uh, used to work with the Trump administration, sentenced to four months in prison. What did he do? What did Peter Navarro do? Peter Navarro refused to testify before Nancy Pelosi's illegal January 6th committee. So I want you to understand the lay of the land here. And keep in mind, we've got Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives. Uh, Here's the deal. Why is Hunter Biden walking around a free man? He refused to testify. So why isn't he behind bars? This, ladies and gentlemen, has got to stop. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now and say hello to our friend Congressman Barry Moore from Alabama. He's a member of the House Freedom Caucus and the House Judiciary Committee. Uh, Congressman, it doesn't make any sense, and a lot of people get frustrated when they see uh, Peter Navarro going to prison, and yet Hunter Biden is walking around a free man right now. It doesn't make any sense, but it's what we've come to expect from this DOJ and the weaponization of government going after American citizens, conservatives, school board parents, or pro-life Catholics. It is the same. When I, you know, when I toured the district, I did town halls, and the number one thing that people were concerned about was fear of the federal government and how it's being weaponized against U.S. citizens. And this recent NDAA where we reauthorized FISA. This Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act that we just reauthorized, of course, I voted against it, many of my friends did, but the fact that Schumer was grinning about that and that Biden signed it before the sunset, and for Republicans to think that was a win for us, they're not on the same team I'm on, because all that did was allow the FBI to continue this weaponization and abuse of American citizens at taxpayer expense and at expense of our liberty. You know, we, uh, we talk, we've been talking a lot about what's happening at the border Governor Greg Abbott declaring an invasion and, and and really throwing down the gauntlet and saying enough is is enough. Uh, we understand that Governor Kay Ivey earlier today put out a statement saying that Alabama stands in solidarity. Uh, what's your reaction to what Governor Abbott's done? He's doing exactly what he needs to do as a governor. He has to defend his, his state. He has to, to reclaim some of that liberty that the feds have seized in D.C. I mean, you know, constantly the government takes, they take liberty with the Constitution. They take too much of our tax money and too much power from the states. And that's, we have to, as states, this union of states, we have to start taking some of that power back. And Greg Abbott has every right, in my opinion, to do that. He has a responsibility to his citizens. And certainly I think he's, he's, he's within his, he's within his authority to do it, Todd, whether the, whether we like it or not, that man needs to put those barriers up and, and stop this invasion that's going to destroy not only his state, but many states uh, that are connected, not only just connected, but even the states he's shipping these people to now, we all realize that this is a crisis. We have to put the brakes on it. What I appreciate, and and I I'm, I have to, I, I guess I owe the, the governor an apology because over the past couple of years, uh, I, I think there's been a lot of frustration from people saying, why isn't the governor doing more? But Congressman, looking back on it, he was clearly laying the groundwork. So this was not some sort of uh, off-the-cuff thing here. This was very methodical, well played out, 
and and honestly, the governor at this point, at this stage, after going through all of the you know all of the official uh, channels, he had no other choice but to do what he did. Absolutely no choice, Todd. I think he had to do what he did, and like you said, he went through the channels. He did everything he could do, and finally, you got to draw a line in the sand and say this is where it stops. And three hundred and two thousand people came into this country last month, and you know. It is a crisis that we have on the southern border. You and I have talked about this. We had Mayorkas in the Judiciary Committee, and he would sit there with a straight face and tell you, oh, we have operational control of the southern border. As the video shows, thousands of people pouring across. Biden and the federal government are not doing their job. These governors have to step up. I think they're within their purview to do that. I'm glad he's trying to go through the correct channels, and we certainly support the Governor Abbott and any of these, these governors that want to secure their borders. I think they should do that immediately. What what happens next? Uh, clearly, somebody has to blink. But if they don't blink, Congressman, I mean, you don't want to have to think about you know the, you know an armed conflict. But something's going to have to give here. Yeah, and and we hope it doesn't get to that. I hope that uh, that the Biden administration will not push this issue any further because if they are paying attention, there is a mass of humanity that shut down Bud Light in this country and put Jason Aldean's song, try that in a small town, the number one. And when Oliver Anthony was talking about the rich men north of Richmond and how they don't care about the everyday American, I think there's a mass of humanity that stands with Greg Abbott right now, and certainly a number of us in Congress do, 100% of the House Freedom Caucus and many other Republicans, I would say we say stand with Greg Abbott, stand with these governors who need to secure their borders, protect their citizens, do what they need to do, do what they're called to do and what they were elected to do. Well, you know, I'm from Tennessee, so you know we're always in it for the fight. So we're, we'll, we'll be there. Uh, and we know good people of Alabama will be too. But this is, we, we are really talking about a crisis point, in all seriousness, a crisis point in American history where if the government comes in and the Democrats are saying that Biden needs to, to federalize the, the Texas National Guard, uh, let's get real, Congressman. You and I both know that, that Greg Abbott and the good people of Texas will not allow that to happen. Yeah, I agree. I think Greg and the good people of Texas, like you said, will take a stand, and he'll have members of his delegation from Texas standing with him, I'm sure, on Capitol Hill. And It is time, my friend. We have we have a crisis. This Remain in Mexico stuff that they did away with is poured across the border, taking our cell phones, our $800 a month, coming in this country, they're not taking our calls when the court dates come around. That's got to end. Greg Abbott's doing the right thing. We need to stand with him. Alabama's motto is we dare defend our rights. We need to dare defend Texas's rights and all these states to stand and defend their borders. They've got a right to do that. They owe it to their citizens to do that. Who cares what Joe Biden says? Uh, I love it. Uh, Congressman, well said. Uh, more importantly, uh, and maybe this was the biggest issue in Alabama, how are you guys doing? You know, Nick Saban retiring. Everybody doing okay there? It's... I'm an Auburn grad. So, I'm so you don't care. Well. Okay, So you're doing good. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, there. I think there are a lot of Auburn people that are glad, Todd. Probably some Tennessee folks, too. They're like, man, I'm glad Saban's gone. Look, he was a great coach, and uh, no doubt uh, he was one of the greatest of all times. And so those of us in the state have to compete against him. You know, the SEC may be a little weaker because of him leaving, but uh, honestly – Press Auburn, folks, we're a little relieved. He's been tough, tough to deal with in the last uh, Yes, he has, uh, and we can say that on the volunteer side as well. All right, uh, con- Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Always good talking to you. Yes, sir. Take care, Todd. All you, right, Congressman Barry Moore. I forgot he was an Auburn guy. Uh, Hugh Freeze down there, um, he's going to do well in, in the long run. Did a great job at Liberty University, by the way. 
All right, uh, here's the deal. We are going to take a break. Going to the phone lines, our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. If you are listening to us on WOCA and Ocala, our great affiliate, uh, folks, you call in, and we're going to hook you up with a Todd Stern Show prize package. Our way of saying thank you for being a great affiliate, and we're, we're going to be doing this to all of our affiliates uh, through the uh, through the rest of the year. In the meantime, uh, I have a message for all of us, Newsmax Plus. I have subscribed, and I love it. Uh, Newsmax Plus has all of the great programs, Greta, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, Rob Schmidt, plus a lot of history, history documentaries, a lot of movies, and folks, you're going to love it. You can watch Newsmax Plus on your home TV. You can also watch on your phone app. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com. Free to start. That's right. Uh, Todd Starn Show listeners, you guys get an exclusive free trial offer. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. All right. Good to have you back with us. Uh, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. There has been a lot of talk in the media over the past couple of weeks about something called Disease X. Uh, We know the globalists over at the World Economic Forum have been eaten up by this, and I figured there was no better person on the planet to explain what exactly is going on than our good friend from the wellness company, Again, the wellness company, twc.health slash Starnes is the website. Use my promo code Starnes. They're going to save you 10% on your emergency medical kit. But I want to say hello to our good friend, uh, the great Dr. Peter McCullough, who also happens to be the chief scientific scientific officer at the wellness company. Uh, Dr. McCullough, good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. Dr. McCullough, there's, uh, let's talk about Disease X. Do we, do we know at this point what Disease X is? No, disease X is not a real disease. It's a concept that uh, those in these uh, biological labs in, in this biodefense industry, that they've been writing about for years. So basically, it's using gain-of-function research to make a, an existing virus or bacteria or uh, fungi, make it more infectious and more lethal, and then try to make a vaccine or monoclonal antibodies or therapeutics to it. So it's a high-stakes biological threat research concept. And the predictions by the World Economic Forum is that there will be disease X, meaning one of these labs is going to break down, and we're going to have, just like with COVID, we're going to have another outbreak. Yeah, that's, I mean, the similarities, um, are, are you seeing them? Because a lot, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, we've heard this story before. Sure. The, the, with COVID-19, there were planning seminars uh, back in 2012. DARPA, the research unit of the military, said they'll use messenger RNA vaccines to end pandemic in 60 days. That's still on their website today. That's from 2012. 2017, Johns Hopkins has a SPARS pandemic planning uh, program where they invite all these leaders and they plan out a coronavirus epidemic. And then event 201, turns out that was an operational meeting. They even have Avril Haines, who's our current director of national intelligence and some U.S. senators involved, and they're planning a COVID epidemic in September of 2019. It's called Event 201. It's been filmed. You can actually watch it. So 
So disease X now is this next threat that's on the horizon. I think the difference is back with these things that I just mentioned with COVID-19, most of us weren't paying attention. I know I wasn't, but I'm paying attention now. You're darn right. And and Dr. McCullough, you've been out there from day one sounding the, the alarms on, on all of this. And uh, now we know the evidence um, at this point, very overwhelming that COVID was either intentionally released or accidentally released from one of these dangerous bio labs. Is, is anything being done to shut down these labs? Nothing. In fact, all of the disease X uh, news that's come out of the World Economic Forum, EcoHealth Alliance, uh, the World Health Organization, none of it has mentioned improved safety or whether or not this should even be done. My personal view is I don't think this is worth it. This is not science for science's sake. They haven't proven that they can, quote, get ahead of a pandemic this way. In fact, they're creating threats for the world. If if they're not going to shut them down, and I have no idea why they would not want to shut these things down, what what can the rest of us do to protect ourselves and, and our families from whatever might be coming out of these things? Wellness Company has emergency medical kits. They're aqua blue in color. They're basically a fairly extensive formulary to handle uh, a whole variety of new threats. Now, it comes with a guidebook as well as telemedicine consultation, uh, antibiotics to cover secondary uh, in forms of uh, bronchitis and pneumonias after various viral infections, our direct antifungals, uh, direct antivirals, and then, you know, be able to handle certain threats like anthrax. It's all available in the emergency medical kit, and it's far less expensive than trying to go to an urgent care or ER if you get sick. So you're going to be very proud of me here, Dr. McCullough. I'm recovering from what turned out to be a very bad case of bronchitis. Here in Memphis, everybody's getting sick. They call it the Memphis crud. Um, So when I went to the doctor, they originally, they were like, okay, you've got a fever, you've got a cough. They came in, back in, dressed in these, you know, hazmat suits. Oh, no. Did the COVID (laughs) test. And, of course, no COVID. Uh, It turned out to be bronchitis. And they said, we're going to give you all these prescriptions. I literally brought my emergency medical kit with me, and I unzipped it. And I said, will any of these work? And they're like, wow, where did you get that? And uh, so you're right. I saved a lot of money. Yeah, it's true. You know what? I just had it, too. And uh, interestingly, uh, you know, it's testing negative for COVID, for influenza, RSV. It's some type of bronchitis slash pneumonia, this long-lasting, like, productive phlegm for weeks and yeah. cough. My mom just had it in senior center. And you know what I did? I just knowing how bad it was for me. I had mom on doxycycline, one of the antibiotics, and she really breezed through it. Thank the Lord. And so, you know what I'm starting to think now? I think this is a version of this mycoplasma pneumonia, this macrolide resistant, the so-called Chinese pneumonia. Uh, it seems like it's behaving that way. So the next patient I have with it, I'm going to go ahead and try the empiric antibiotic approach because it really seemed to work. Well, I had it um, you know, three weeks ago. I was at the doctor and cleared it cleared it up pretty well. I mean, I wasn't able to talk. And uh, so now, and you're right, they're saying, oh, this thing lasts a long time. And the problem in Memphis, and this is why the wellness kits are so important, is it's hard to go out and even get NyQuil or DayQuil right now because so mm. many people are sick. But since I have the wellness company's emergency kit, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's true. You know, it comes in handy. You get a bladder infection. Most most women know when there's a bladder infection. You have the antibiotics there to handle it. Same thing with the yeast infection, bronchitis, 
you know, you get, um, uh, like say a simple skin infection after a cut, all that you can handle yourself and avoid these clinic urgent care or ER visits. So it's really a lifesaver. That's it. All right. Well, Dr. McCullough, we got it. We got to ramp it up. A uh, great information. I know a lot of people are concerned about disease X and I think you've really answered some questions and really helped, um, help shape the, the, the conversation. And again, folks, twc.health slash darns. If you want to get your own emergency medical kit, and I would encourage you to do that. Dr. McCullough, always great hearing from you. Thank you. All right. Good guy right there and brilliant. He's the chief scientific officer over at the wellness company. And I'm telling you, my doctor was kind of impressed. It's like, wow, where did where did you get this? And I said, well, I got it from Dr. McCullough at the, the wellness uh, company. And um, it turned out to really help get me through. And you guys know... Um, I sounded like death warmed over, and uh, I give credit to the good Lord and the wellness company for uh, getting me back uh, on the air. So again, if you haven't gotten these kits, you got to get one. And you people in Memphis especially, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, It was really hard to get some of the basic stuff uh, because so many people are coming down with what they call the Memphis crud. It's terrible. All right, again, twc.health. And then do the slash and Starns. Promo code Starns, it's going to save you 10%. And if nothing else, folks, it's good to have it because you never know when you're going to come down with whatever. And as you heard Dr. McCullough say, this bronchitis thing may actually be some sort of a Chinese pneumonia or something. So you, you, you just got to gotta be prepared. You never know when you're going to come down with the sniffles. All right, folks, so we've got to take a quick break. Uh, coming up. The Anti-Defamation League is coming after our, our friends over at Libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo. We're going to tell you about that. We're going to check in with our friends at The Daily Signal. We're also going to be taking your telephone calls, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. In the meantime, head over to the website, toddstarns.com. We've got some great stuff for you to read. We'll be right back, America. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starks. Yes. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Uh, You got to love Babylon B. We have just posted this on our live show blog over at ToddStarks.com. You got to go check it out. Uh, This is the breaking news headline from the Babylon Bee. Ted Cruz grows out mutton chops in preparation for civil war. (laughs) It's it's actually, shockingly, it's a good look for Ted Cruz. Uh, I would encourage you to go over and check it out over on the live show blog at ToddStarts.com. Senator Cruz just responded, fact check, true. So there you you go, ladies and gentlemen, as... uh, we got closer and closer to what we are we are now calling the war of federal aggression. Uh, Ted Cruz growing out his mutton chops. Wow. You know, the, the question facing a lot of people, and by the way, welcome to all of our viewers uh, that are watching us on Newsmax 2, uh, the simulcast of the last hour of the show. Always good to have you folks with us. Um, but the, the issue facing a lot of Americans now is what do we do? Are 
if if we are actually heading towards a path, going down a road that could lead to, and for lack of a better term, civil war, but it's really a war, if we are going to head down that path, where where are your allegiances? Do you stand with the good people of Texas, or do you stand with the Biden administration and the communists who currently control our government? Who do you stand with? Where does your allegiance lie, America? By the way, uh, Joy Reid, who uh, she's the MSDNC chick who's got the Donald Trump hair, uh, she's now weighing in on all of this. And, of course, when it comes to Joyless Reid, who has is, who is culturally appropriated a white person's hairdo, she is now bringing up race. Uh, let's take a listen. And, and very quickly, this massive resistance, it sounds like the old Southerners who said that we will resist integration by any means necessary, that Chip Roy language. How does that read inside of the Latino community? I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very simple. You know, if you're the Republican Party, you're, you're allegedly the party of laws and order, and you're essentially telling local authorities to break the law. No, so I think once again, going into this image of, you know, who is the party of law and order and who is the party for democracy? I think that's where we all have to highlight the hypocrisy, regardless of the politics. They're essentially telling people to break the law. All right. That's Joyless Reed over at MSDNC trying to make this about race when in fact, and I know we have a lot of listeners and viewers in Texas who are Hispanic. And if you are Hispanic and you live in a border state, you are among some of the fiercest critics of this open border because it's the legal Hispanic community that is suffering the most in the border states. If you are a black citizen of Chicago, it is you currently suffering at the hands as a result of the Democrats and their policies. You are suffering because the illegals are being given preferential treatment. So we're going to be opening up the phone lines this hour of the program. Do you stand with the state of Texas. A number of states are are now aligning themselves, the most recent, the state of Alabama. Uh, right now, not every Republican governor has signed on board here, but a majority have, and we'll keep you updated if any other states. I know Grace Baker's watching this, monitoring the, uh, the announcements coming out. I will say that here in Tennessee, my governor, Bill Lee, uh, has already announced that the Tennessee um, the Tennesseans will be in the fight. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Here is Greg Abbott, Cut 16. Texas is doing is just very simple, and, and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws, Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, and as you pointed out also in that screen, that there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state, to make arrests of those criminals. And we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. And the governor's got a great point here. By the way, the governor and a lot of people are like, well, 
uh, they're in defiance of the Supreme Court. No, 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 they're not, ladies and gentlemen. The Supreme Court ruled that the Biden administration has the authority to take down the, the fencing, to take down the barriers. They did not issue an order banning the governor from erecting more border barriers. So there's no defiance of the Supreme Court here. The question is, what's going to happen if Joe Biden sends in the border agents, the federal agents, to cut down that wire? Will they be arrested? Now, according to state law, that that razor wire is state property. So if they're going in and vandalizing state property, will the Texas Rangers arrest the federal agents? And I think they should. The other issue, and you're, you're finding some Democrats up on Capitol Hill now calling for the president to federalize the Texas National Guard. I'm just going to flat out tell you, that's not going to fly. I'm not a Texan, but I sincerely doubt that the good people of Texas are going to allow their National Guard to be taken over by Joe Biden. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. 901-260-5926 is our number. Let's start in North Carolina. Patty, listening to us on WSIC. Hi, Patty. What's going on? Hi, Todd. How you feeling? Patty, I'm, I, you know, I'm doing great thanks to my emergency medical kit I got from the wellness company. I'm doing oh, dandy. God. That's good. Cause you, I feel sorry for you because you're always sick. Well, I'm not always <laughs> sick, Patty. I just have, you are, when I have bronchitis, I can't talk. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I'm just getting over the flu, so I should talk. Huh? Patty, anyway. Patty, stop busting my mutton chops. <laughs> Hey, let me let me tell you something. You know what? You know how you get rid of these people? Put put Donald Trump on the border. Patty, how would you how how about this? Um President Trump <laughs> President Trump giving a rally in Eagle Pass, Texas. Could you oh imagine God. that? You know why? You you just you know what? You, you can't get any it's great. I think that that would be good. But it, I'm thinking, you know what? Those people will turn around so quick if they've seen him standing there. <laughs> I could see the president, President Trump, up on this huge stage, massive, <laughs> massive flags, that beautiful sky there. You're at the border. It would be like a speech out of uh, Independence Day when we were fighting another alien invasion. Uh, this is This could be a defining moment in the campaign. Do not be surprised if Donald John Trump decides to head down to that border. Well, you know what? I'm going to say something. You remember, you know, in 2020, COVID really got to him, and so did the lying about the laptop. You know what? This is Joe Biden's COVID. He's going to lose because of this. Patty, he is going to lose. I don't think Joe Biden would have the – I don't think he would have the courage to follow through. I think Biden stands down here. And uh, unless Barack Obama intervenes and they could, there may be some thinking that if there is some sort of an armed conflict between Texas and the government, that somehow that would be a good thing for the Democrats. I I would sincerely disagree with that. Right. And I, I, but I'm saying this is Joe Biden's COVID of 2024. uh, Patty, I think you may be right there. Patty, good hearing from you. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Let's go to Robert in North Carolina, listening to us on WHKP in Hendersonville. Hi, Robert. What's on your mind today? Uh, well, 
a very, you know, everyone's, a lot of people wonder what the truth is. If you want to see Congress in action, go to C-SPAN, and you'll see that Biden several times has put in bills for strengthening border security, and the Republican Party downs it. They reject it the same way they did with Obama. And then you guys can come on the radio and tell your stories. What do you mean? What That's stories? What, what do you mean? Tell, what do you mean stories, Robert? What do you mean by that? What you're saying that? Uh, Are you, you saying know, I'm not being think, I'm not being honest with my audience? Is that what you're saying? He wants to let all these people go through the board. No, 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 no. no. Hey, hey, Robert, I'm going to let you finish. But hold on. Are you Are you suggesting that I am not being honest with my listeners? Well, it's a generalization. I just started listening to you, and uh, well, what what do you? I'm just making a statement here. If people want to see what's happening with the government, go to C-SPAN. You'll see congressmen talking to each other. And like the uh, the labored issue with Hunter Biden, guess what? Two weeks ago, he came into the Senate live, right? The country could see it. And he said, you know, question me. Guess what? You could hear crickets. There was no No, sir. Robert, I'm going to stop you right there, Robert. Robert, I'm going to stop you and correct you because that's not accurate. Uh, All he was asked to do was to sit down as previous previous sons of presidents have done, uh, Donald Trump Jr. being one of them, sitting down for a deposition. Then, after the deposition, he would be questioned before Congress. But but Hunter Biden refused to do that. Instead, he tagged he he showed up unannounced with a film crew to sit on the front row of that hearing, and then got up in in a huff when Marjorie Taylor Greene started to speak and stormed out. It was all planned. It was for whatever kind of a documentary they're working on. But Robert, that is that is what happened, not how you just described it. Hunter Biden. They wanted him back in a, in a private committee room. No, it's called a deposition, stand. Robert. It's called a deposition, and Donald Trump Jr. sat for a deposition. Why can't Hunter Biden do that? I don't know if they asked him. No, well, that. of course they did. That's the whole argument here. He's refusing to sit for a deposition. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, look, Robert, we appreciate dissent on this program. But we want you to come armed with the facts. And the fact of the matter is Hunter Biden has refused to sit for a deposition. And I'd like to know the reason why. Robert, we got a skedaddle. Appreciate the call. Good try. And uh, get your facts together and give us a call back one of these days. All right, 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, sitting here, I'm, I'm texting back and forth with the staff. We're um, we're gearing up for the big book launch. Very excited. Uh, we're going to be doing a massive book launch party in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm just telling you, it's going to be pretty darn awesome. Uh, we're gonna. It's kind of outside of the box what we're going to be doing, and uh, there'll be an opportunity for maybe some of you folks to uh, win some tickets to the Shindig. But uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, and we'll be telling you more about that in the coming days. All right, uh, we have full lines, and we're going to do our best to try to get to as many as possible. Let's go to BT, hanging out with us in Whitehaven, Tennessee. KWAM, our flagship station. Hi, BT, what's on your mind? Well, I'm just thinking about the system, how 
who who should I vote of the two eagles? Should I vote for Biden or should I vote for Trump? Both of them got issues. Now they neither one of them uh, got uh, they both got problems. Now if I vote for Biden, then uh, I have a chance for him to let the gate wide open again and let crooks and gangsters and drug people come on in here. If I vote for Trump, then I'm thinking about his ultra-conservatism or, or make America great again. Some of my friends think that he means make America white again. Some of my friends and people, those are the issues and some of those people that I'm listening to, both of them, uh, and, then, and some of them say that uh, Trump want to take things back to what uh, when you call conservative, I remember when I was about 12 or 13 years old and I started listening about liberal and conservative. The conservatives were the wildest, gold wildest, thinnest. Now, uh, some of the stations and things uh, praise the conservatives. It doesn't mean that you're conservative about certain things, but if you're a conservative and you uh, uh racist, then you like uh, uh, gold water, wildest, thinnest, and... Uh, uh, well, BT, let me let me answer your question here, and I think that's a fair question. I'm sure our listeners, you're going you're gonna to spark some interest among our, our listeners on this one. Uh, Donald Trump is not a conservative. He is a populist. He is, I mean, when you go down the culture war uh, issues, uh, he is probably a lot more liberal than a lot of the, the evangelical Christians who would support Donald Trump. Uh, that being said, Donald Trump... Uh, wants to wants to make everybody um, be able to claim and live their American dream. When you look at the number of black voters uh, who now indicate they will support Donald Trump over Joe Biden, I saw a number 20% a couple of weeks ago in the polling data. That tells me that the Democrat Party has failed to deliver on the promises they have made to the black community and the Hispanic community over the years. I think you're right about that. And a lot of my friends and uh, relatives now going to vote for Donald Trump. Is that you see, BT? Uh, I would Biden love for Trump. I would love for Trump to come to Memphis, Tennessee, and and do a rally uh, because I believe there are so many more blacks who are supporting Trump. They may not even be a Republican, but they're just sick and tired of what the Democrats have done, and they're saying enough is enough. Well, it open borders like that. Uh, Trump did try. Uh, Biden got the gate open, and they tell me some places uh, like uh, big cities like New York, they're getting better treatment, uh, opened up motels and things like that, and giving them welfare and their children, which poor whites and poor blacks cannot get. I'm blessed to have been a retired railroad man. I'm in pretty good shape. But I'm talking about the poor blacks and the poor whites on the street. BT, when you look at the Chicago South Side and those town hall meetings where black citizens are enraged because they're moving the illegals into their communities and they understand, they understand what's about to go down. And and I think, again, Republicans ought to be going into those communities. And BT, I know that you guys have launched a, a Republican club in Whitehaven that meets over at the beautiful Brandy YMCA. Um, they're going to be uh, having a gathering tonight, as a matter of fact. I'm going to be out there uh, because, you know, that's where our family came from, Whitehaven. I want to see that that community and that neighborhood thrive. And, uh, and again, it's really not a matter of political parties. It's a matter of who is going to get out there and bust your butt and, 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 and shove the federal government aside so we can all live that American dream. BT, I got to run. We are super late for a break, but it is great to hear from you, and I'm glad you're doing good. 
But he's absolutely right, folks. There are a lot of people out there who have voted Democrat because that's what their grandmas did and great-grandmas and great-great-grandmas. Those days are over. What Lyndon Johnson did to the black people in America is unforgivable. But there's a way out. And Donald Trump is out there with that message. And I do believe, and look, I get it. Donald Trump is is not, you're not going to agree with him on everything, but there are a lot of things you can agree with him on. And that's what you need to think about when you go and vote on election day. All right, we've got to take a quick break here, folks. Again, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. We have full lines right now, so keep trying if you're getting a busy signal. We're going to get to those calls. In the meantime, head over to Amazon. Get yourself a pre-ordered copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? That's going to be a great book. I'm excited for you to read it. We'll be right back, folks. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. We also want to welcome all of our great listeners on WOCA in Ocala, Florida, now broadcasting our show live, noon to 3 Eastern. We're mighty thankful for that. Now, if you are listening to us in Ocala, give us a call because we're going to hook you up with a Todd Stearns Radio Show prize package. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926, and that uh, is for our listeners in Ocala, Florida, on WOCA, 901-260-5926. Well, an explosive report, an exclusive report, coming from our friends over at the Daily Signal. Uh, This is the headline, Anti-Defamation League Alerts Law Enforcement to Matt Walsh, Chris Rufo, and Libs of TikTok. What in the world is going on? Well, let's talk to the writer of that incredible piece. She is a senior reporter at the Daily Signal, Mary Margaret Olihan. Mary Margaret, so happy to have you back with us. So happy to be back here. All right. Well, uh, good job, by the way, for exposing all of this nonsense. But I find it ironic that the ADL has a problem with the libs of TikTok, which happens to be run by a, a wonderful, lovely Jewish lady. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, this this story was really interesting to us. We were able to report on it uh, because uh, the Oversight Project, which uh, is part of the Heritage Foundation, they FOIA'd the Washington State Fusion Center, and it turns out they got this email showing that the ADL was flagging online amplifiers of LGBTQ plus hate, or so-called, as extremists for law enforcement. And so we did a little digging, and it turns out that this email that the ADL was sending to law enforcement very closely mirrors a blog post on about Matt Walsh, about Liz's TikTok, Chris Rufo. It even mentions what is media. And it talks about how all of these people are pushing extremist content that is dangerous. Uh, and, and, you know, Todd, we're very aware of where this goes, right? Um, even if we didn't have more information here, the fact that the ADL is saying that this content is dangerous should raise red flags. But it gets worse because we know that the ADL has partnered with GLAD in an effort to flag misinformation and extremism for law enforcement, uh, including the Washington State Fusion Center. Uh, and they, the Washington State Fusion Center is funded by DHS and DOJ. So that, that is also an area of concern. 
Um, but this story we found really interesting because of this direct connection between this far left group, ADL, and law enforcement. And Mary Margaret, um, look, I've been covering this for years. Uh, back when I was at Fox News, uh, we uh, focused on the Southern Poverty Leadership uh, uh, Center, which I'm sorry, the uh, yeah, the Southern yeah, the, um, the the organization out of Alabama. My brain just stopped working. The SCLC and their attacks on evangelical groups like Family Research Council, American Family Association. And you had members of the military that were telling officers, you can't be participating in these organizations because they're, they're hate groups. And that's what concerns me about this kind of nonsense is that uh, the government, they're not paying a lot of attention to this. And, you know, they're not going to do a deep dive onto Matt Walsh or the libs of TikTok. And one day, you know, people are going to get in trouble because they follow Matt or, you know, the libs of TikTok pages. Yeah, actually, my colleague Tyler O'Neill has done some phenomenal reporting on the SPLC. I believe he wrote a book on them um, and their connections to to exactly what you're saying, Todd, uh, flagging different groups as hate groups or extremist groups. Um, we saw recently how the FBI was targeting traditional Latin mass Catholics at the behest of the SPLC. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other groups, usually religiously affiliated, that have come under the SPLC's microscope. Um, often undeserving. And in this case, the ADL seems to be fixating on people who are fighting transgender ideology, specifically when it comes to children. So Matt Walsh, for example, doesn't think that children should be um, allowed to undergo transgender surgeries or or undergo um, hormonal interventions when they are still children. These interventions, as we know, are going to change their bodies for the rest of their lives. Uh, Walsh doesn't believe those things should happen. But because he's talking about this publicly online, this rhetoric is being labeled as extremism and flagged for law enforcement. That that raises some serious questions. If law enforcement is looking into that and into those tips um, about who else could come under the microscope? Look, this is a great question. and uh, And I suspect that you guys are just really, this is just the tip of the iceberg. And there's a lot of other stuff happening that I'm fairly certain you you folks over at the Daily Signal are going to be able to uncover. Um, my concern is, and it goes back to something, I know you interviewed uh, the Heritage Foundation for your story, uh, this, this weaponization of the government and the fact that government agents could use this fake news, this fake information out there, and, and go after good law-abiding citizens. Yeah, I think Mike Howell said it really well. He's the director of the Oversight Project that, that uncovered this email. He said um, the ADL is a key driver of government weaponization, and they provide the phony predication and intellectual cover in order to point the people with guns at their enemies. Um, and, you know, we see this with the SPLC, and we're seeing at the ADL how, you know, there's a direct route. They declare someone to be an extremist. They declare someone to be worthy of investigation, and then lo and behold, the FBI is investigating traditional Latin mass Catholics. Um, that, that that correlation there has not gone unnoticed, and Republicans have done a lot of investigations and called for, um, you know, repercussions for this, um, this kind of treatment of religious Americans, but it is escalating, and it has been for the past um, several years, and, you know, I, um, people who are older and wiser than me can tell you like you, Todd, I'm sure, can tell me about how this has escalated over the, the past few decades. But 
um, it's something that we need to be keeping an eye on because it, especially under this current administration, it seems that it is only going to get worse. Are you saying I'm older or wiser, Mary Margaret? <laughs> That's for you to decide, Todd. Oh, very well played. <laughs> All right. Jeez, uh, Mary Margaret Oland, uh, she is a senior reporter for the Daily Signal. Um, you had a chance to talk to Chris Rufo, who's a great guy um, and has really done some incredible journalism. I'm curious, what what did he tell you, and what is the concern that Rufo shared with you? Yeah, Rufo, he, he told us that the ADL is attempting to mobilize the government for the purposes of political persecution. He says that the fact that the ADL would like to, the government to investigate critics of transgender ideology under domestic terrorism provisions is outrageous. Um, I particularly liked this quote from him. If counterterrorism agents come knocking, I will tell them to pound sand. This is still America, and we still have the right to free speech. Uh, that's it's he's spot on accurate, and, and that has to be our reaction to this and our response uh, because we cannot allow ourselves to be bullied, and we just cannot allow the government uh, to stage this sort of a crackdown. Uh, great reporting, uh, Mary Margaret. We're going to have to leave it there, folks. We have a direct link to her story over on our live show blog, or you can just go right to the Daily Signal. Mary Margaret, always good hearing from you. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Todd. All right. Great lady right there, everybody. Um, All right. I will say older and wiser. You know, I'll just take that leap. All right. um, We're going to take a, you know what, let's get a call in, uh, and then we'll take a, a break. Let's go to the beautiful state of Kansas uh, Jerry is hanging out with us on Newsmax 2. Hi, Jerry. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Todd. Uh, there was a guy that came on your show a little bit ago, and he was talking about C-SPAN, and if you want to see what's really going on, what C-SPAN, because Joe Biden is doing this and Joe Biden is doing that, what he failed to tell people is, yeah, Joe Biden might be trying to pull something on the border, and uh, there, there are so many things attached to these things that the Republicans are not going to go for it because they're tired of the overspending, they're tired of the waste, they're, they're just tired of America being crippled by Joe Biden and the Democrats. They're afraid of Donald Trump, they're afraid of Carrie Lake, they've tried to get her to come out and not run for Senate because they're cowards, you know, that they're afraid to face facts. Jerry, that that's a terrific point you raise, and and I want to and I appreciate you calling in. I, I want to go to Richie in Florida who wants to weigh in on that Carrie Lake situation you just mentioned. And uh, Richie, uh, they're telling us now that uh, there is some reporting out there that this was actually uh, concocted um, within the National uh, Republican senatorial campaign. And if that's the case, uh, we need an investigation here, and we got to get to the bottom of it. Uh, your thoughts on this bribery situation? Yes, you're right. And I just told when I, when I come on the lady that it seemed like every year, every election, the Democrats try with the voting, the, you know, everything, the stuff, ballots, this and that. This time you're seeing like a lot of money getting pushed around this election. And you see how Nikki Haley is taking the things. Sununu's out there with him. This guy who has probably making a lot of money goes out of the way to doing that because he probably got paid to try to get her off the ballot. And it seems like an inside job. And I said that before I even heard about what you just said now. And, you know, you don't see Ronald McDaniel out there no more going out there helping us, going on stage with Trump. You don't see nothing. So it's making me look like 
that there's something going on inside the Republican. I think when you said a couple months back, they're going to try something. I think maybe this is the way they're going to do it is just bribe and pay off Republicans and somehow screw up this whole election again. Well, Richie, you raise a great point, really an excellent point. And if they're doing this to Carrie Lake, who else are they doing it to? And how widespread is this sort of of behavior? So um, my, it was really shocking when you listen to the, and it's a pretty long um, audio conversation that was secretly recorded, uh, but clearly the ex-GOP chair feared for his life. Uh, he was talking about, you know, being worried about getting blown up in a car bomb. Uh, that's, that's intense. But again, I think it goes to show you the level of aggravation right now that the establishment Republicans have with the America First movement. They have they have lost their party, and they are desperate, and desperate people do very dangerous things. Uh, Richie, appreciate that call. All right, let's go to John in Texas uh, watching us on Newsmax 2. Hi, John. What's going on in the great Lone Star State? Well, a lot. Um, I just have an incident. I, I heard um, some politician suggest that a good American should take these immigrants into their own private homes and help them. I advise against that. I did that a few years ago. I took in a renter, a young man. He was very nice, clean, from Mexico. And to cut the story short, he was a hitman for the cartel. What? And I didn't know it. He came to Texas, Dallas, to kill another cartel member. How did you find out that he was with the cartel? uh, Two homicide detectives came knocking at my door. Uh, He actually killed a guy in Dallas. This is verifiable. It was on that program 48 hours, and this has been several years. Uh, It was on that program, and I think that one uh, program was titled Avenging Angel. And what I was told is he worked for the cartel in Mexico, and this man, uh, this hitman, came here to kill this guy because the guy killed a high-ranking cartel member. Wow. Well, and look, I don't want to get into the weeds of that, but I think the lesson here is don't be housing illegal aliens in your in your homes or your rental properties. Is that right, John? Unless you can dent them real thoroughly. Yeah, I yeah. There you go, John. Appreciate that call. Glad you're okay. Wow, that's not good. That is not good at all. By the way, here's Carrie Lake uh, talking about the folks trying to bribe her. Cut number three. Who told Jeff Dewitt to bribe me? I don't know. I wish I did know. As a matter of fact, I've thought about it many a day since then, and I've I've laid awake at night wondering who it could have been, what group, what person. But isn't it sad that you could literally, for 24 hours, think about it, wonder, guess, and that our government is so corrupt. Washington, D.C., the people back east, as he said, is so corrupt that you could literally probably come up with a list of about four or 500 people and groups 
that are uh, behind this. And, and, and that's the sad thing. And this is why I am getting into politics. I'm in politics. This is why President Trump is in politics, because we want to make sure that we root out that kind of corruption. We can't have that kind of corruption happening in Washington, D.C. And frankly, it starts in Washington, T- in, in D.C., and it moves down into capitals across the country, into the state houses, into the municipalities. And uh, what happens is people run for office, and immediately they get bribed, they get blackmailed, and they become controllable. And this is what's wrong with our country. All right, there you go. And, of course, the Tennessee star, Michael Patrick Leahy, reporting that bribe came directly from the National Republican Senatorial Campaign. We'll keep you updated on that story. Got to take a quick break. Again, our telephone number, 901-260-5926. We'll be right back. Well, we knew this was going to happen. Uh, Looks like the Democrats are accusing Senator Ted Cruz of calling for civil war. Uh, This after Senator Cruz fact-checked the Babylon Bee. Uh, Babylon Bee said that Senator Cruz was growing mutton chops in advance of the the war of federal aggression. (laughs) Cruz is responding by saying Democrats don't have a sense of humor, and that's a good point. Now, you know, Dylan, um, and a lot of our new listeners may not realize, but we are related. And, you know, a good many of the of the Starnes family actually fought in the original War of Northern Aggression back in the day. Wow. Apparently, we were not good shots, but we were pretty good targets. <laughs> That's not good. Most of our people got, you know, whacked. Uh. It's not good. So anyway, I was just wondering if I, yours truly, and maybe we should open this up to the phone line. So what was it? Um, who is our ancestor? This was uh, the great uh, Lieutenant Colonel Jedediah Obadiah Leroy Bubba Starnes, who I believe, I think that's correct. And uh, he had the big beard. He had like the Duck Dynasty beard. So I'm wondering if we should all grow like, I don't know, Duck Dynasty beards as a way of uh, preparing for uh, hostilities. I can't grow my beard that far. Yeah. But I'll work on it. Work on it. You can get the mutton chops, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Which are basically, that's kind of like what we call sideburns in Memphis, <laughs> right? Those were the old Elvis sideburns. This is true. So we will open that up, ladies and gentlemen. Do you believe that in, a, in preparation for possible hostilities, uh, should I grow out the uh, the beard? 901-260-5926 is our number. Real quick, you know what? Let's go to the phones here. Diane in Maine, you've got about 45 seconds here, Diane. Go for it. Hi, Todd. I just want to say you've had a lot of bright people calling in for the last couple of weeks, brilliant people. We want to support Peter Navarro all the way. New York City looks like a pigsty excrement all over the city just keep voting democrat and three words to the state of texas remember the alamo i love you governor abbott diane well said what a way to end this show you are a great lady diane don't go anywhere i want to give diane a copy of culture jihad how to stop the left from killing a nation that deserves uh, that deserves a book all right diane thank you folks hang tight we're just getting started the tv show coming up In the meantime, head over to the website, download the podcast, get the newsletter, all free of charge. And we're going to see you right back here tomorrow on the radio 
You be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.